Hello and welcome to episode 417 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We're recording on Saturday, January 21st, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Saturday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain her patronage by St. Alphonsus Liguri. O my Most Holy Mother, I see the graces which thou hast obtained for me, and I see the ingratitude of which I have been guilty towards thee. An ungrateful soul is no longer worthy of favors, but I will not on this account distrust thy mercy, which is greater than my ingratitude. O my great advocate, pity me. Thou dispensest all the graces which God grants to us miserable creatures, and for this purpose he has made thee so powerful, so rich, and so benign. He has done so, that thou mightest succor us in our miseries. Ah, mother of mercy, leave me not in my poverty. Thou art the advocate of the most miserable and guilty criminals who have recourse to thee. Defend me also who recommend myself to thee. Say not that my cause is too difficult to be gained for all causes, however desperate, when defended by thee are gained. In thy hands, then, do I place my eternal salvation. To thee do I entrust my soul. It was lost. Thou, then, by thy intercession, hast to save it. I wish to be inscribed among thy most devoted servants. Reject me not. Thou seekest the miserable to relieve them. Abandon me not, who am a wretched sinner, and who have recourse to thee. Speak for me. Thy son does all that thou askest him. Take me under thy protection. That is all that I ask. Yes, for if thou protectest me, I fear nothing. I do not fear my sins, for thou wilt obtain me a remedy for the evil they have done me. I do not fear the devils, for thou art more powerful than all hell. I do not even fear Jesus, my judge himself, for by a single prayer of thine he is appeased. I only fear that by my negligence I may cease to recommend myself to thee, and thus be lost. It is true that these graces are too great for me, who have not deserved them. But they are not too great for thee, who art so much loved by God. Hence he grants thee all that thou askest. Thou hast only to speak, and he denies thee nothing." Pray then to Jesus for me. Tell him that thou protectest me, and then he is sure to pity me. My mother, in thee do I trust. In this hope I shall live in peace, and in it I wish to die. Live Jesus our love, and Mary our hope. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. And now for thee, Intentions for the Octave of Christian Unity, today, January 21st, the reconciliation of European Protestants with the Holy See. That they all may be one as thou, Father, in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And I say to thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, who didst say to thine apostles, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Look not upon my sins, but upon the faith of thy church, and vouchsafe unto her that peace and unity which is agreeable to thy will, who livest and reignest, God forever and ever. Amen. The Octave of Christian Unity Prayer for Protestant Sects. Let us pray. O Lord, who was torn by the rebellion of thy children, whom at one time within the ark of salvation ventured out into the deep having itching ears, 
succumbed to the false teachers of Protestant ministers who listened more to the prideful urgings of the devil to break away from the bosom of Holy Mother Church and multiply worse than the first thousands of times over. We pray thee for our formerly Catholic brethren to give them the grace to realize the error of their ways and return to the bark of Peter. May thy Holy Mother intercede and soften the hearts of those who may not realize the tenets they have been taught are not the full truths thou charge thy apostles to spread throughout the world that all may be one. Show them through thy wondrous ways that only in the bark thou founded can they truly see the marks of the true faith. One, holy, Catholic, and truly apostolic. Guide them to accept and cherish thy blessed mother and to realize her role, which thou hast chosen for her, the second Eve, as co-redemptrix of souls. Grant thy true priests the courage to feed thy lambs with the mana of thy spirit, so that every people and every tongue may acknowledge and glorify thee as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in unity with the triune divinity forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Prayer to St. Fidelis of Cimmeringen. O glorious St. Fidelis of Cimmeringen, who courageously withstood the vicious opposition of the enraged Protestants, whom thou didst so forcefully refute, while winning thousands of former Catholics back to the one true fold of Christ, obtain for us an abundance of thy ardent love of the holy Catholic faith and thy burning zeal for souls, which led thee to embrace joyfully thy cruel martyrdom by vicious Protestant soldiers at the command of a Calvinist minister. By the holy indignation whereby thou didst repulse their threats and demand for thy apostasy, obtain for the remnant Catholic faithful a spirit of earnest zeal in our fervent prayer for the conversion of all who have embraced the errors of the demonic sects of Protestantism. Implore the hearts of Jesus and Mary to dispel the vicious errors which keep them from the immaculate heart of the great mediatrix of all graces, that they may quickly experience therein the abundant graces of conversion to the one true Catholic Church of her divine Son and final perseverance in grace through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. My friends, we're going to take a look today at a website called Sister Lucy Truth, located at sisterlucytruth.org. And they present a very convincing case, which we'll be going over in detail in the coming days, that Around 1967, the real Sister Lucy was replaced with an imposter, which opens up a whole can of worms and asks very important questions like, who was the woman who replaced Sister Lucy? What happened to the real Sister Lucy? And what statements made after 1967 by the Vatican and by the so-called Sister Lucy 
Can we put any sort of weight to those statements? Can we trust those statements? Uh, of course, this is very intriguing, very mysterious, and also very nefarious. And we're going to get into it right now with a portion of the website entitled Fatima Fraud, Our Case for an Imposter Sister Lucy. And this was penned in October of 2019. There's a note at the beginning, a biographical note that says, relevant Fatima quotations and material are taken from Brother Michelle de la Santa Trinite's authoritative three-volume work, The Whole Truth About Fatima, Carlos Evaristo's published work on YouTube and the Vatican website. Introductory remarks. The founding of Sister Lucy Truth. Sister Lucy Truth, SLT, was conceived in 2017. In 2018, it was established as a tax-exempt nonprofit organization for educational purposes. All tax-deductible donations to this organization go specifically to its stated purposes. The purpose of SLT. The purpose of SLT is to discover the truth concerning the life and person of Sister Lucia dos Santos of Fatima, specifically using the latest scientific means and expert consultation to find out whether or not there was the substitution of an imposter for the real Sister Lucia Fatima during the years after 1958. The three phases of SLT's plan. First phase, to gather scientific evidence and expert analysis on the various aspects of Sister Lucy available on the internet and authoritative biographies, as well as handwritten samples. There are still many reports coming in and to be commissioned. Ideally, a DNA sample of Sister Lucy will be obtained, which may be compared with her living relatives. Second phase, to present the evidence before an internationally based private investigator to solve what happened to the real Sister Lucy. Third phase, to have the evidence published by mainstream Catholic media platforms and spread awareness among church hierarchy. Purpose of this current presentation. The principal purpose of this document is to present the scientific and expert evidence gathered so far and demonstrate how conclusive it is regarding the existence of the imposter Sister Lucy. Its secondary purpose is to spread awareness of this important work and to ask for financial and spiritual support. It should be noted that SLT depends entirely on the generosity of donors. Without donations, the project cannot move forward. The problem of Sister Lucy and Fatima. The demand for a reasonable explanation. The identity of Sister Lucy is tied up with the history of the Fatima apparitions and the authenticity and importance of the secrets revealed to the seers. Strikingly, it seems to be the case that the transition from the real Sister Lucy to the new, quote, Sister Lucy, closely parallels the transition from the traditional Catholic faith to the new post-conciliar faith. The events culminating in 1960 and thereafter demand a reasonable explanation and renewed examination. The following points cover the evolution of the message of Fatima and reveal to any sensible observer that something clearly went wrong regarding the Vatican and the message of Fatima in the years following 1960. Relevant biographical details of Sister Lucy. Sister Lucy was born on March 28, 1907, just outside Fatima. Publicly, her death was on February 13, 2005, at the age of 97 in the convent of Coimbra. For brevity, we will bullet point the major points of the Fatima timeline. Apparitions of the angel occurred 
between the spring and fall of 1916. Six apparitions of Our Lady occurred between May and October 1917 to Lucy and her cousins Jacinta and Francisco Marto on the 13th day of each month. The third apparition on July 13, 1917. Here, Our Lady reveals the secret of Fatima, which is in three parts, and promises the miracle of the sun in October. The heart of the secret, the remedy, is a very specific request. The solemn and public consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart, in union with the bishops of the whole world, and the communion of reparation on First Saturdays, which the Holy Father must promote. The good and bad consequences of the secret hinge on fulfilling this request. Basic messages of Our Lady of Fatima are tied up with the secret she reveals to the children. The urgent and immediate calls for penance and prayers. The request of the consecration and the communion of reparation do not make sense outside of this context. This is no generic call to holiness. It is specific for our times concerning the life of the church and the fate of the world. Miracle of the Sun occurred on October 13, 1917, perhaps the most witnessed miracle in history. The apparitions at Panavedra occurred between 1925 and 1926, the apparition at Tui in 1929. On October 13, 1930, Jose Alves Correa de Silva, Bishop of Fatima, formally approves the Fatima apparitions as worthy of belief with Pope Pius XI's approbation. The apparition at Riano in August 1931. Here, our Lord famously compared his ministers, the Pope and bishops, to the King of France, complaining, they did not want to heed my request. Like the King of France, they will repent and do so. But it will be late. Russia will already have spread her errors throughout the world, causing wars and persecutions of the church. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. Sister Lucy receives papal permission to transfer to the Carmelites in 1948. The text of the third secret is transferred from Leiria to Rome in April 1957. The last public interview of Sister Lucy. Sister Lucy's last public interview was with Father Augustin Fuentes in December 1957, eight months after the transfer of the third secret from Leiria to the Vatican. After this interview, Sister Lucy was not allowed to be interviewed anymore for the next several decades. The interview was not published until June 1959. Father Fuentes describes Sister Lucy's appearance as very sad, pale, and drawn. She told Father Fuentes, Believe me, Father, God will chastise the world, and this will be, a ter- this will be in a terrible manner. The chastisement from heaven is imminent. The year 1960 is on us, and then what will happen? It will be very sad for everyone, and far from a happy thing if the world does not pray and do penance before them. A series of foreboding events. Then followed a series of disturbing events, casting a foreboding shadow over the legacy of Fatima's 1960 approach. Two weeks after Father Fuentes' interview was published, the Diocese of Coimbra released a disconcerting note publicly disavowing Father Fuentes, along with the following words of correction, supposedly from Sister Lucy. I know nothing and could therefore say nothing about such punishments, which are falsely attributed to me. The note closes with these words of finality. Sister Lucy has said everything she believed it her duty to say about Fatima, 
she has said nothing new. Later that year, John XXIII made absolutely no mention of Fatima on September 13, 1959, the anniversary of the fifth apparition, when Italy was formally consecrated to the Immaculate Heart, much to everyone's shock. Sister Lucy was not seen publicly until May 13, 1967, on the 50th anniversary of Fatima, with Paul VI. Then, May 13, in 1982, 1991, and 2000, with John Paul II. Strikingly, in her 1967 appearance before the world, quote, Sister Lucy appeared jovial and in good health. 1960 arrives. Everyone was eagerly expecting the revelation of the third secret. But on February 8, 1960, the Portuguese news agency, ANI, in Rome, released a statement received anonymously from, quote, Vatican sources saying, it is most probable that the secret of Fatima will remain forever under absolute seal. No one from the Vatican, not even John XXIII, openly assumed responsibility, yet clearly the authorization was from John XXIII. John Twenty-Third and Paul VI, in all of their public talks and writings, never made even the smallest reference to the secret of Fatima. It would not be mentioned officially until 1967 by Cardinal Ottaviani speaking on behalf of Paul VI. One of the incredible portions of that 1960 press release contained a public disavowal of the trustworthiness of the three shepherd seers, even though the church had already formally approved of Fatima and declared it, quote, worthy of belief. This was practically a complete contradiction to the church's former position. The results were devastating across Christendom. There was mass disillusionment and disappointment, which did great harm to devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. Articles were quickly published in 1960 that reprimanded the, quote, morbid curiosity and alarmism of the Fatima devotees. These articles also then introduced the now persistent division between the message of Fatima meant for the public and its secret meant for the Holy Father alone. John XXIII and the quote, prophets of doom. John XXIII made the announcement for an ecumenical council on January 25, 1959. Vatican II opened on October 11, 1962, now 57 years ago, as of this writing, and it's four years after that, of course, now, at which John XXIII made his infamous remarks denouncing the prophets of doom. Those are his words. We quote those words extensively here so that their full relation to Fatima may be felt. Quote, It sometimes happens that we hear certain opinions which disturb us, opinions expressed by people who, though fired with a commendable zeal for religion, are lacking in sufficient prudence and judgment and their evaluation of events. They can see nothing but calamity and disaster in the present state of the world. They say over and over that this modern age of ours, in comparison with past ages, is definitely deteriorating. We feel that we must disagree with these prophets of doom, who are always forecasting worse disasters, as though the end of the world were at hand. Present indications are that the human family is on the threshold of a new era. We must recognize here the hand of God, who as the years roll by is ever directing men's efforts. Then Sister Lucy Truth says, we cannot help but think of Sister Lucy's words spoken just five years before, fading yet still echoing in stark contrast, quote, God will chastise the world 
and this will be in a terrible manner. The chastisement from heaven is imminent. The year 1960 is on us. And then what will happen? It will be very sad for everyone and far from a happy thing if the world does not pray and do penance before them. And we will pick up tomorrow with a section that begins a clear historical link between Fatima and the commencement of Vatican II and further delve into this issue of the real Sister Lucy versus the fake Sister Lucy. It is fascinating. It is mysterious. And as I said earlier, it is also very, very nefarious. And we need to get to the bottom of this. Let us mention at this point, Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, located on the web at halo-soma.org, and also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. I interview my sister and one of my magnificent nieces about RPM, an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, just as sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf or Braille being a revolutionary breakthrough for the blind. RPM has been a revolutionary breakthrough for non-speakers. Communication is a human right. We need to get the word out there. This is a system of communication for non-speakers. They otherwise would not be able to communicate with the world. So please share that website halo-soma.org and share that episode number 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Let us now pray for help and for healing for non-speakers and their families. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort Hail, Joseph the Just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. And now the three Hail Marys in honor of the immaculate purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, Sicudera in Principio et Nunc et Semper et in Secula Seculorum. Amen. Virgo potens, ora pro nobis, Sancti Iosef, Terra Daimonem, 
or a pernobis, Sancta Raphael Archangeli, or a pernobis, in nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 417 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. You can follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Most importantly, please offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.